The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome to a longer, wider field. This Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco has touched down in Canada. Welcome to the Waggle. I think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Hey, thank you, man. He just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back to the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. It is the, wow, <clears throat> hello, hi, uh, we have reached the puberty portion of the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's CFL Jim, I am Rod Gomez, and uh, yeah, definitely I, I need to learn how to speak uh, the English language. I got a sponsor for that language, uh, that language app here later on to get that to you, but welcome to the episode. Jim, are you ready to talk some DFS, my friend? First of all, would you like a lozenge, sir? <laughs> Like I, I'm hearing it in your voice, it's 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 the degeneracy coming through. Because I don't know about you, but when I get full on degenerate, my throat gets choked up as well. Uh, I've been I'm breathing. <laughs> I've been breathing in the air of degeneracy, man. It's that's the way it is. Nice Coors Light, just that'll wash it down. I think we'll be good after that. I've been I've been going through darts left and right, so my throat is also nice <laughs> and scratchy for the the wonderful, beautiful listener. Uh, we love you so much, and we love you for listening. This has been such a blast so far. I was just talking to Jim just before the show started. We're already on episode 22. I can't, I can't even believe it. It just feels like yesterday we were kicking this thing and, and launching it. Now, 22 episodes in, man. I also can't tell you how excited I am because as I wasn't on the show last week, I took the week off of fantasy as well. Let my DraftKings account, uh, it was zeroed out at the time. So I was like, I'm going to take it off, take a break, get back in. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to get back into it. Well, I'll tell you what, if you have not already, go back, listen to the betting episode. We kind of dive into every single game and all of the storylines. But as we prepare for this DFS, if it's the only episode that you listen to every week, uh, let's get you kind of set up for what's going on. Uh, Thursday night football kicks off with Calgary versus Winnipeg. Winnipeg coming off the bye. Calgary, we'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about there. Uh, Hamilton taking on Toronto on Friday night in the early game. The later game sees Saskatchewan taking on the BC Lions once again. Vicious storylines. And then, of course, it wraps up on Saturday with Ottawa taking on Edmonton uh, in the second of a home-and-home there on Saturday. But, Jim... As we do every week, we break down positions for you. We give you a quarterback, we give you a running back, a wide receiver, a flex, and a DST. And we usually start with the quarterback position. But I got to tell you, Jim, as we're looking at this week, the quarterback position on just about every single damn team, other than maybe one or two, is completely uh, thrown out there's the window. 
There's about two. Like, I'm pretty confident Cornelius is start for the Elks, and obviously Zach Kolaros is there for the Bombers. The rest, it's it, there's no 100%. There's like, oh, I'm like 75% sure that Cody Fajardo is getting the start. Or I'm like 80% sure. I'm like 99% sure it's McLeod Bethel-Thompson for Toronto. <laughs> He's the other one. But like Caleb Evans or Nick Arbuckle? Are we going to see Dane Evans back? Or are they going to ride with Schiltz? I, is is Bo Levi Mitchell not going to start this week? Who, there's a lot up in the air. We do know that BC is definitely not going to have Nathan Rourke. So that is already off the table, right off the jump. The highest priced quarterback on the slate, $13,700 was his salary this week if he was to play, which would have dwarfed any other salary. So now... Now, Jim, the next highest is only at 10300 This opens up a world of possibilities, and, and we'll get into that as, as we get on. But let's go ahead and, and begin. I'm not touching that next highest one, just to let everyone know. That's <laughs> Cody Fajardo. I'm staying far away from my boy. I was going to ask you if that was going to be the case, but let's go ahead and get into the quarterback that you're suggesting for this week. I'm going with my other boy. I am going against four Taylor Cornelius, he's got that dog in him. He's looked pretty good. Ottawa's defensive backfield is nothing to write home about. Yes, that defensive line in front is dangerous, but we've seen if Taylor Cornelius can get into a rhythm, he can like just pound the ball down the field. He's so good at just tempo and getting that rhythm going and just getting those intermediate to, to short passes going. And he's got like, I'm always surprised every time I see he's got legs. He can run. And that's and he's, what's he's gotten him there. As hell. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what's gotten him there. The, the legs, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and he's what? He's $8,600. $8,600. And, and look, he's, been coming, he's come off of two 20-point-plus uh, games. And the way quarterback's been going lately, Jim, 20 points is a good quarterback total. It's, it's, it's very good, and I think it's especially good. Like, I would maybe take a chance. Schultz, I don't... Mm. I just don't – I would maybe take a chance on Schiltz, but I just don't trust it. I'm probably going to have a Schiltz lineup. I'm just <laughs> going to say that right off the bat. Also, I just – I think fantasy-wise, as a – usually an all-right floor, McLeod Bethel-Thompson is not bad. Usually he has a fairly – like, usually he'll, he'll get you at least 15 consistently, and he has the upside with how – with what we've continually said the entire season, how good this offense should be. But I just like the most bang for your buck, I think, could be Cornelius. In a game that I expect to maybe be a little bit more offense. Because they're going to be, pro I assume Ottawa's going to be more competitive offensively. So that means, in turn, Edmonton's going to have to do more. Well, I hope that Ottawa is a little more uh, competitive offensively because I'm taking Nick Arbuckle. I'm taking a gigantic risk on Nick Arbuckle. That's, that's a big, I thought about it and I probably will, but man, that is. Really laying it all out there. This is quite the tournament play, if ever there was one. At $6,700, Arbuckle is the cheapest starting quarterback out there. And again, he's probably going to get the start. They have to get... In fact, news is reporting basically that he is going to get the start. And he's got to, right? They have to. They have to do something. 
There's no, there's no starting Caleb Evans again and, and expecting something to be different. So Arbuckle's going to take this team. He does have weapons around him. Like, that's, that's the frustrating part. He's got Jalen Acklin. He doesn't have William Powell, unfortunately. Uh, William Powell will be out with an injury again. So that, that you know, kind of hampers his ability. But, you know, he's got Ryan Davis. He's got all these great receivers around him. And, and just, I don't know what it was about Caleb Evans not being able to use him. You know, Devontae Adams, or Devontae Adams, <laughs> Darvin Adams. Uh, Devontae Dedman is who I was talking about. Devontae Dedman is now returning to the team after a quick brief stop in, in CFL camp. Dedman, one of the most lethal return men on this team and in the league, to be honest with you, and not a bad receiver to boot. So he's got another weapon there, Shaq Johnson. Um, all these guys that he could be throwing the ball to. So I, I, I like Arbuckle's ability and, and you look at some of what he did when he was starting with Edmonton last year. He had a game where he completed 22 of 33 for uh, 309 yards, two touchdowns. Not a bad fantasy day there. Uh, 22 of 32 for 310 and a touchdown uh, again. So, I mean, he's done well. And, of course, he was the, uh, the backup to Bo Levi Mitchell. And so he didn't necessarily see a whole hell of a lot of action. But he had a game in which he threw four touchdowns against Montreal. In 2019, 31 of 36 for 370 and four touchdowns. Arbuckle can get it done. It's just a matter of he's got to put it together. I think with how cheap he is I and the floor that I feel like he can have, like he's just he doesn't wow you as a lot of these quarterbacks, but he's consistent. He's consistently like he's decent. And I think the floor that you get for the price you're getting is nice. And he allows you to kind of experiment with your lineup in other spots. Exactly. And I'll and look, if he gives me two fifty and two, right? Even if it's two fifty two and two, like I'll take two hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns. Even if I have to suck up two interceptions, because with the volatility at the position right now, and and we don't know who's doing what, I'm fairly confident that Arbuckle's going to start, and I'll take that out of him versus what I may get out of O'Connor versus what I may may get out of Mason Fine, like. Just give me that. At least I'll know what I'll get. I like it. I like the move. Beautiful. And I like I like staying because, just like I said, I expect this game to be more competitive. I expect Ottawa's offense to be a little bit better. I I wouldn't mind dabbling with a couple of their players. I will definitely dabble with a couple of their players, as you'll find out later on, too. Uh, all right, let's get to the running back position. Uh, Jim, who are you looking at for running back? So I'm, I've been looking up a little bit. It looks like Carey actually might be starting. So I'm going to I'm gonna dip back into these waters. I, I see a starting Calgary running back. I'm going to take a starting Calgary running back. No matter whether they win or lose, their running backs have been good. Yeah, he's 9,900. He's pricey, but it's for a reason. I'm going to take it. Yes, he's coming back from injury. I, like he's been recovered, I, I believe that he's recovered. Yeah, if and he's I, if he's good to go, he's good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that's all there is to it. And you saw Derek uh, Dedrick Mills come in and and wreck shop in his absence. 14.5 fantasy points against the the Argos, and then 18.2 against uh, the Red Blacks. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Calgary running backs, they're it. It was between him and Morrow for me. Like, and I just I can't. I've been. Singing it from the rooftops, I'm not going to trust a running game from a terrible offensive line like Saskatchewan. Maybe there's value in James Butler at like 11,000 because with the new quarterback, they're going to be running way more. But I just, I'm going back to the staples of Calgary running back. Give it to me. I love it. 
Uh, all right, I'm going to take a running back also coming back uh, to the field, but he's coming off of a bye, and that's Brady Oliveira. Uh, it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I like that move too. Right? The Winnipeg. And, and look, Brady Oliveira is only $7,000. Uh, excuse me? You look back at what he's done over the last three weeks, especially. 18.8 against Montreal, 19.7 against Montreal, 17.6 against Calgary. Uh, you know, the, the last three weeks that he played speak for him, uh, spoke for itself. And, I mean, look, there's no slowing down this Winnipeg team for real. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, ever since that, that second Calgary game, he's been a way bigger part of this offense out of just seemingly nowhere where he had a really slow start to the season. Now he's just banging. And that's it, too. But this, you saw it with Andrew Harris when he was in the on the Bombers. He was that team's offense. And so for them to not have a running back of that caliber, it's it's it was on Oliveira to, to step up and be that guy. And thankfully, over the last few day, a few weeks, he has. Now he's got a week of rest so he can come out swinging again. And, I mean, he's a full, what, 4000 cheaper than Butler. He's uh, almost a little over 3000 cheaper than than Morrow. So uh, for what you're going to get out of out of Oliveira, especially against the the Stampeders where he took the Stamps to task. He had 110 yards on 15 carries, uh, two receptions for 16 yards uh, against the Stamps the last time they met for 17.6 points. I can see that happening again, especially if the Stamps roll out uh, Jake Mayer and that offense is not not clicking, and the Winnipeg offense is on the field more, especially up late in the game. Hand the ball off to Oliveira more. I like that move. I, I I just think he's become a big part of this offense in the in the latter half of the season, especially these last few weeks. And I think he's getting involved in the passing game. He's going to get a lot of touches, and this could be sort of a grinded out game between Calgary and Winnipeg, who's like, the last time we saw both these teams on the field, Calgary's offense looked a mess, and Winnipeg's offense looked a mess too. Like, they 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 weren't looking crisp, so maybe we could see, there is a world where you can see like a grinded out game where both running backs get heavily used. Well, I like that because that means both of our DFS picks would be uh, enjoying great games. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to break down a wide receiver, a flex, and a DST to help fill out your DFS lineups. But before we do, let me ask you something. You thinking of joining WinBet? Yeah, you are. Come here. Let me let me ask you. You going to join WinBet? Yeah, you'll join WinBet. It's a perfect time. Customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play MLB and bet MLB+. Plus. The WinBet Casino always opens 24 hours a day. Never closes. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And also, Win just released their first QB with five TD prop bets. Are you kidding me? So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WINNBet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. When I'm doing my CFL research a couple months ago, I would have tabs open on this computer, on the next screen, on my laptop, on my phone. I would grab the neighbor's uh, iPad and start opening up tabs there. They'd wonder what the hell I was doing. They'd shoot me away, and then they'd call the cops. I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know why? Because I can, can, I can, all my research, everything I need to do for this show on one 
tab now. I don't got to go grabbing anybody else's computers to try to get it done. OddsTrader.com is the place I go now for all of my research, for all of my bets, for all of our shows. They got handicapping. They got play-by-play updates, live scores. You can even track your bets across all the different books as you're shopping for your odds. You get statistics. You get head-to-head matchups. All the research that you need to be a sharp better and not even need us anymore. But hopefully you'll still come listen to us because we love you and we'd miss you if you didn't. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. You run your office pool? (laughs) You listen to this show? Yeah, you do. Well, stop going to your Excel sheet. Stop trying to answer all kinds of questions from everybody every day, all day. Find everything you need to run your pool in one place. It's called Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together. You can compete, connect, and make every game matter all that much more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em, Survivor, to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. Plus, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in there now to reserve your spot. You get a $500 cash prize or... And, not even or, and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store if you win. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Let's tell you about Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today. It's got millions of players. I know you already use it for your fantasy league. I use it for mine. Jim uses it for his. SGPN uses it for all of ours as well. But now... You can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game, first in any sport. Choose two or more players that you like, and then you pick the over and the under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. And the main reason why I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where we can see and copy our friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop whatever you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app. Play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends. Make some money over there on your mobile phone. Joining our listener group at Sleeper. Sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to Sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. As we continue on now, With our DFS builds, we turn to one of the deeper positions in the entire Canadian Football League. It is the wide receiver position. And Jim, which wide receiver are you targeting this week? I'm not going to take one that I'm pretty sure you are, but I am going to go back to the well. He's more expensive than what I've been telling him the entire season. It's Dalton Schoen, the touchdown magnet himself. Winnipeg steps up. Yes, this could. There is a scenario where this could turn to like a rock fight, sort of like pounded out game. But I, I just see the running backs getting involved in the passing game, and that means it's going to be high flying, highfalutin. And Dalton Schoen is the end zone target for Zach Kalaros. He gets so many potential touchdown passes thrown his way. Give it to me. You know, it's funny though because with. Drew Wolitarski was the darling a couple of seasons ago for Winnipeg, and it was it was always Drew. Anytime that Kolaros needed to get out of a mess, Drew Wolitarski was there, just seemingly always there. All of a sudden, one number up, 83, Dalton Schoen comes in. The rookie just starts taking all of Wolitarski's thunder, and 
has done nothing short of average 16.2 fantasy points per game and gotten into the end zone one, two, three, four, five times over his last four games. So, yes, Dalton Schoen is 100% on pace to, like, get a touchdown in everybody's game. <laughs> so it's it's just a matter of can he keep it going? And I think you and I, Jim, both agree that the answer is yes. Well, especially with Ellingson out, like, he's just going to be back to his bigger target share. Like, it's just, he's massive. I love it. And he doesn't even need Remember, many catches to get it done either. No, he doesn't. Like he's he's the end zone target for this team. You remember when he was like six thousand for weeks? Yeah, I do. You know what he started God, out as? That. You know what he started out as? What was it? Forty three hundred dollars, Jim. God, I missed that. <laughs> You're not getting that anymore. Not even close. Doubled his price over the course of the season so far. Doubled his price. But yeah, double digit fantasy points over the last four weeks for sure, uh, including that two touchdown game against Calgary in week eight. Dalton Schoen is here, man. And Zach Kolaris is, is able to make him look really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else that's looking really, really good this season, maybe not necessarily over the last couple of weeks. It's been sort of a step down, but I'm taking Jalen Acklin. This is my Ottawa Red Black stack with uh, with Arbuckle. And you look at Acklin at the beginning of the season was pretty much setting it on fire. Week one, he had 23 points against Winnipeg, followed that up with a 14-point game against Winnipeg. Had a rough couple of weeks against BC and Saskatchewan, but, I mean, eh, the whole team did. Bounced back against Hamilton with 26 points, his old team. Uh, hit Montreal for 21 points. Tore up Toronto for 30 points. But then he's quieted down over the last couple of weeks against Calgary and Edmonton. But I feel like if we're going to jumpstart this offense, if something's going to happen and they bring Nick Arbuckle in, then it's got to be Jalen Acklin that gets this, this ball moving because he's been the spark plug in this offense all season long, and he's done it with Caleb Evans. If he can do it with Nick Arbuckle, then I think good things are in store for him. They have to do something, right? And, and they got to chuck the ball deep. Evans wasn't doing that with any consistency. I think Arbuckle does. I think we get Acklin uh, uh, into the end zone at least once today. Or this week. I like bumping up the Red Blacks receivers because I do feel like Arbuckle's more of a passing threat as Evans was more of the just he would immediately try to run as soon as anything came his way. I like Arbuckle as a passer a little bit better. Bump up the receivers for the Red Blacks. Bump up, uh, what the, I'm bet on the names. Gosh dang it, I'm not looking at the receivers right now. Bump up Ackland. Bump up, I like Adams too. I like Darwin Adams. I love Darvin Adams. I, I, so, I'm so disappointed, though, that he hasn't gotten exactly what he deserves. And, in fact, he was visibly frustrated, too, the other day because he's a much better receiver than Ottawa's been able to give him credit for. I think literally everybody, even the Elks and even the fans, everybody was very frustrated with that game. <laughs> I mean, look. Man. I think that was the worst game of the season. Yeah. I'm just I think pretty easily. Well, our nation has become a very cynical bunch. Uh, we have definitely taken our lumps over the last few seasons, but that one hurt because we did nothing in the second half, and it just it showed. So hopefully Arbuckle can, can connect with Acklin and they can maybe get a little bit of magic going and, and by all means kind of put some life back into this Ottawa Red Blacks offense in this team. So uh, Jalen Acklin it is for me. I, I like it. 9,900, again, it's, it's such a it's – a, it's a pricey investment, but it's Jalen Acklin. If he balls out, you're going to be happy, and you know, and then the rest is history. Love it. So, 
Uh, all right, Jim, what's your flex play of the week? Uh, man, I, I'm going to just say I will have Cam Phillips in my lineup like I consistently do. He's not becoming the bank saver that he was at this, like earlier on in the season. He's up to 4,600, so he's he's getting a little bit pricier, but he's becoming a bigger, excuse me, a bigger factor in this offense. And he seemingly, he gets a lot of long passes. He's just, his hands are like glue. So I like him, but my main guy, my flex, it's Tim White for this Hamilton team that I think offensively is still going to be powerful. I think he's moving up on the target list. And I just think Hamilton, especially in a game that I feel could turn into a shootout against Toronto, that Hamilton's offense has been looking so much better uh, in the like last two weeks. I like. I want to get a piece of it. I want to get Tim White. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say I, I still want to get a part of this BC team, but uh, Tim White's like my guy. You know, as I was doing my build, I, I basically just shut out all of BC. I was like, okay, nope, no part of BC. They're just still so expensive. Yeah, and for what you're not going to get out of that, I mean, that's all with Nathan Rourke. I don't know if Michael O'Connor is going to be the guy that's going to be able to get this this ball to everybody, like the way it's Nathan a lot of unknown. Did. Yeah, I don't want any piece of that volatility. So. I'll have one, exactly one lineup that has some lions in there, but I'm, I'm taking a shot. Yeah, well, and so I back your play on this Tim White, though. I mean, you, <laughs> last week, notwithstanding, where he put up 42 points against Montreal, 11 receptions. I mean, <laughs> it was wild. It was a bl- 145 yards, two touchdowns. Like, he just blew up against uh, the, the Owls. But you look back at what he did against Toronto uh, the last time, 18.2 points in Week 10. Very quiet week nine, but again, we've talked about the last two weeks of him ramping up. But even before that, he's averaging about 15 yards uh, a a game now uh, in fantasy point-wise with a couple of 30-point games in there. So, yeah, Tim White is in my lineup too, by the way. So I love that play. Uh, I I definitely back your your, uh, play on that one. So Look at us. I know, man. It's like like we've done enough shows together where we know where where our head's at. So, uh, all right. Uh, my next guy is Darrell Walker of the Edmonton Elks. It's not a sexy play. It's not a flashy play. And the veteran has definitely seen more bad days than he has good lately, especially on this Elks team. But, I mean, Jim, you nailed it too. Cornelius does have the ability to to make this team look a little better. And, and last week, you know, he got in the end zone on three catches and 36 yards. He's going to definitely be probably more touchdown dependent again this week than he was uh, to start his career, <laughs> even if you say. But he's had good games along the way against BC. He had 7 for 91 uh, for a 16-point game, 4 for 71 against the Owls. That was double digits. It was low double digits, but it was double digits. And then against BC in week one, six catches, 64 yards. So, look, Darrell Walker, when he came on the scene a couple of years ago, uh, well, like four or five now years ago, one of the high, most highly uh, talented and, and, and just highly touted receivers in the league unfortunately we're not seeing that same Darrell Walker but I have a feeling that it's a matter of time before he figures it out again and and Cornelius can build enough of a relationship with him that we see Darrell Walker become a major player in this because look you know as much as Kenny Lawler's great he can't do it all gotta have somebody else to back him up so Darrell Walker I think gets a good nod this week especially at $6,800 give it to me love it love that move 
So, yeah, I mean, again, it's just it's a matter of, of being able to to get what you can out of 6,800 because uh, anybody else farther down the list is way more of a crapshoot than I'm, I'm even comfortable with. Markeith Ambles, I don't want to take a chance on Markeith Ambles and his inconsistency. Uh, Rashid Bailey, again, talented guy, put a couple of good games up, but nothing that I want to take a chance on either. So it just gets dicey down here. Yeah, you start taking shots, and you're just you're really hoping for a, you're living on a wing and a prayer. Yeah, I mean, I wish Philpot was still in because Philpot, <laughs> Jalen Philpot, rather not the the Stampeders Philpot, not the not the other Philpot. Um, that guy, he he's explosive all over the place. So, well, both of them are, but yeah. Uh, all right, so now let's move on to DST. Jim, who are you looking at for DST? You're gonna hate me, but I, I like the Elks. Uh, whether or not. Like Ottawa has Arbuckle back there. That offensive line is still a little suspect. The Elks are extremely cheap. They let you be able to build your lineup out. And you saw that they could, like, if they keep forcing Ottawa to kick field goals, boom. Easy. And they can, like, they're good. They're going to be good at disrupting. I'm just, it's it's a fade of Ottawa. I'm just gonna say no, and that's that's a pretty <laughs> that's a very relevant fade to be honest with you. And and the Elks are the cheapest defense out there, and they've done enough to keep the uh, Red Blacks in check last week. They only scored 12 points against them, sacked Evans twice. Well, Evans and Arbuckle. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was not it was not anything to write home about for Ottawa. And this week they travel on the road to, to Edmonton. So Edmonton gets to be home and the Elks defense gets to be home. And we'll see how much of a difference that makes in the play, in the overall play of it. So, yeah, I mean, look, begrudgingly, I'll give you the fact that this is probably the Elks week. Um, but I'm moving in a different direction, and I'm going to go ahead and take the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because, look, Michael O'Connor does not scare me all that much. And this Rough Riders defense is certainly capable of getting and giving uh, any quarterback, let alone uh, a rookie Canadian quarterback or, or just a, a non-starter Canadian quarterback, fits, absolute fits. Picked off Rourke last week twice uh picked off cornelius once the week before so these guys they've been steady putting up good fantasy production all season long you look back through their game log 22 points against hamilton 12 points against the elks 23 points against montreal a good double digit day 10 points against ottawa 16 against toronto 16 against edmonton like the Riders are not a joke. Their defense is fantastic, and they've got a lot of great players back there. Uh, Nick Marshall, notwithstanding, like all those guys can pick off passes. And if you're telling me O'Connor's back there starting uh, a game instead of Rourke, they're going to be hungry. Marshall is probably salivating right now just thinking about how many interceptions he's going to get against O'Connor. They're going to be wanting it. They're going to be wanting it, and they're going to get there. I have a feeling they're going to get there. So give me the Rough Riders. They're only 4,000. So they're, they're actually the third cheapest on the slate. So that still unlocks a whole hell of a lot of opportunities for you. I like that move. I, I, I am going to roll the dice with BC and still think their offense is going to be pretty good. Obviously not nearly as good without Nathan Rourke, but I'm still rolling those dice. And it's, it's crazy to think, too, because just one guy, one guy can make a gigantic difference. And that, you know, Nathan Rourke, uh, all those players are fantastic. Lucky Whitehead, obviously, uh, Javon Katoy. Like, all of their receivers are J Brian Burnham. They're all great. But unfortunately, they had the best quarterback in the league throwing them passes, and now they don't have that anymore. So obviously, they take a gigantic hit, 
and I think so does that offense altogether. And and it may come down to Butler getting a bunch more touches to to resurrect this offense. So we'll see. We will, we will see. see. We will see, Rod. All right, let's uh, step away for our third down break, and then when we come back, we'll give you our DFS lineups all flushed out, and at least one of them. Uh, I know Jim always builds three or four. In fact, during the the break, he's going to build at least ten more, so we'll be anxious to see which one he gives us when we come back. You're darn right. I am tinkering away. (laughs) I love it. All right, well, we'll step away and talk to you about trade coffee because I am a gigantic coffee drinker. I can't start my day without at least two cups of nice steaming coffee just to get me going. That's before I do anything. Like, got to have those couple of cups of coffee. What coffee do I turn to when I do that? It's Trade Coffee. We love Trade Coffee. Not just because it's our sponsor, but because it's our lifeline. Trade Coffee gives us the coffee that we love, gives me the coffee that I love. It paired a coffee just for me. Asked me a few questions, told me which coffee to to get. You get it. Plus, I got it as often as I wanted, which is every week. I would like it every 15 minutes, but obviously that's a little difficult. And I know Trade Coffee probably doesn't want to keep giving me coffee every 15 minutes. No one should be giving me coffee every 15 minutes. There's 450 different kinds of coffee. So if you don't think that there is one out there for you, you are sorely mistaken because you will find the perfect coffee for you. And if you don't, if you get a coffee, if you answer the the questions a little bit off, if maybe you didn't understand a question and they give you a coffee that doesn't fit you, they got a first match guarantee. They are going to get an expert to talk to you, to figure out where they went wrong, where you went wrong, where the whole process went wrong. Once they figure it out, once they get you rematched with another cup of coffee, they are going to send you a bag for free. It's no risk. Just try it. Trade also sends you the freshly roasted coffee beans, or they send you the grounds, whichever way you like it. It's so customizable. Can't even, can't even specify or stress how awesome that is they've delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews right now trades offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP it's more than 40 cups of coffee for free so get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP let trade find you a coffee you are going to love that's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off once upon a time Tried to learn how to speak Spanish when I was young, didn't stick. Tried to learn in high school, didn't stick. Tried to learn in college, didn't stick. I'm over 40 years old now, still don't know how to speak the language. I'm going to change that. You know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to turn to Babbel. Babbel has 15-minute lessons, and they make it perfect. It's a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other learning apps, they use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts, real live people. And the teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, German, Italian, maybe Klingon. I don't know. You have to look. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and your accent. So if you were learning how to pronounce French names in French Canada... That's the way to do it. So many ways to learn and with Babbel. You can uh, do access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start learning your new language and start the journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. It's almost the start of the NFL season. 
And I love this time of year. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game App, or Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. It is the official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. App lets you access teams and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau research team. I used to always say I bet on instinct, I play on instinct, I draft on instinct, didn't need numbers. Well, I was wrong. The Elias stats uh, app showed me exactly why, because now I can back all of my plays with hard numbers, not just my intuition. So take my advice. Download the Elias Game App Plan, the Game Plan app today. Got new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season's right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Play Store today. CFL Jim was hard at work over the break, building you 15 different lineups that he can give out to you. Uh, and we are going to start giving you our favorite lineups of the day. Jim, what's the favorite one that you got going on? Okay, so I have five in total. I wanted to do one for each sort of quarterback I like. I will say my longest shot is probably my Mason Fine lineup. I'm really hoping he gets he ends up getting the start. That'd be a that'd be a really good move for me. My favorite lineup is probably this Taylor Cornelius lineup I made. I I listened to your advice and did a little tweaking. I have Olivia uh, Oliveira as my running back. So here it is: Taylor Cornelius, Oliveira. Tim White, Dalton Schoen, I'm sprinkling in. He's coming back. Malik Henry. Putting him in there. Cam Phillips, and then I have the BC Lions defense going up against this paper towel offensive line for the Riders. Uh, I love, that's a great, great lineup. And you know that defense is going to have to step up too. That BC Lions defense is going to have to step mm-hmm. up if they want to keep this game close. So uh, that's fantastic. I love that lineup. That's a, that's a sexy space. To I'm have. happy with it. I'm happy with it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, especially the Tim White uh, and, and Dalton Schoen one too. That's a great one-two punch right there. Only thing it's missing, in my opinion, is a stack, but I'm okay if I'm taking Cornelius out of budget. I'll, I'll, I'll skip the stack for this one. That's a good one. Uh, all right, I will go ahead and lay mine out. I got Nick Arbuckle, like I had said. Uh, I do have Brady Oliveira as well. Uh, I'm following that up with Jalen Acklin, like I said. Um, like you, I saw a lot of value in Tim White at 8,800 this week. I just I love what he can do against the Argos, and I, I just I think that this is going to have to be whether it's Schiltz, whether it's Evans. It's just going to have to be a Tim White game if they want to win this one, uh, which they desperately need to do if they want to stay within that East race. Then I've got Darrell Walker. And look, I know we talked about not necessarily taking any of the BC offense, but you look at Javon Katoy, and a lot of his targets have been within about 11 yards uh, of the line of scrimmage. He's a short yardage guy. Uh, his average his average depth of target is about 11 and a half yards. So... That's what the whatever quarterback, that's what O'Connor's going to end up needing to do is keep that short, especially with the Riders' defense pinning their ears back and coming after him. So Katoy's not the deep threat that all of the other receivers basically are. He can, he's fully capable, but he's been used and utilized as a guy who's about a seven-yard you know, catch-and-run type of a guy. So I think he's going to at least get a couple more targets and, and turn those into a couple more catches. He's only $6,700, so... Out of all the BC Lions receivers, I think I like Katoy the best. 
because of the, the possibility of him catching a lot of short passes. And then, of course, I've got the Riders' defense because, you know, O'Connor. I like it. I like that move. I, I'm going to tell you the counter. I will tell you my BC lineup. So I have this lineup right here, O'Connor. I really – I think we both hope Oliveira has a good week. I have Oliveira as my running back in every lineup. So uh, it's O'Connor, Oliveira. I have Rhymes. I'm taking the shot on Rhymes, the, the receiver, to go off. I have Cam Phillips again, and I have Malik Henry. I had to spend down a little bit. I went with Nate Bahar as the Red Blacks receiver. I think you could go with any Red Blacks receiver, and I think their numbers will be at least boosted up a little bit. So I'm hoping he can get around like – I hope he gets boosted to like 11 to 13 points for me. That's all I really need out of him if I can get the other guys to go off in this lineup. Well, okay, so the Bahar thing, I, I like where your head's at because that's I was looking at Bahar as well, only $5,200. Against Toronto, he had 13.5 points. Against Calgary, he had 14.8 points, which means he was on pace to actually have a, a great – he was starting to get used. And, and seven catches, 78 yards against Calgary, four for 35 and a touchdown against Toronto. Nate Bahar has been good. The, the talent's never been in question. He's a Canadian kid, like loves, loves mm-hmm. playing in, in Canada, loves playing in Ottawa – he probably could have gone somewhere else, but he stayed in Ottawa to play this season. So I love that. It just happened that last week, nothing was working. You know, he had one catch for 18 yards, and it, in the a day. The whole offense, like, shut down last week. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's, the, that's an outlier. Mm-hmm. So I think he's back to that double-digit days. I, I like that play. Uh, I think you're right in, in that mentality and that he's going to get back into double digits this week because they have to. Like I said, they got to. They, they have to throw the ball around. They don't have William Powell to run the ball, so they, they just, they're going to have to throw this ball. Use the, the short pass game as an extension of the run game as well. Mm-hmm. So, ah, all right. I, I love what we've done here. Folks, I, I've loved the, the lineups that we built. I think we got really good lineups going on. I know we're fading a lot of BC. It, it feels like we're fading a lot of the, the Saskatchewan uh, you're offense. You're fading a lot of BC. <laughs> I have, a, I think every lineup except my, uh, no, okay. So I have like three lineups that have a BC player on them. Okay, fine. I'm fading a lot of BC, which is unheard of in the I last few I also took weeks. them minus the points. I'm on BC here. <laughs> you love you some BC. Well, we'll definitely see how this plays out. Again, Thursday night football is when it kicks off. 5.30 p.m. Pacific time as Calgary takes on Winnipeg in a battle of the West. Calgary needs this game if they want to stay relevant and, and really keep up with BC, who may end up backsliding unless you're Jim. You think you're going to go all the way still. Uh, but Jim... Starting off the week with a banger. God, I love it. I know, I know. And then kind of ending with maybe a whimper. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Nice. It's going to be complete chaotic fun. That's what I'm going with. Uh, I love it. All right, Jim, why don't you let everybody know they can find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at XFL Jim. You can find me on YouTube, XFL Jim. I'm, I'm, I got a lot going on. It's a busy time of the year. Uh, there, there's a lot. I will be posting many a video because with the introduction of like football, like college and NFL... My hashtag Garage Certified Series is coming back. It always comes back for the college football. Just five games a week. I pick my favorite teams. It's it, Be ready. That Garage Certified. Look, that is must-see TV, folks. If you are not checking it out now. It's only like a minute, too. It's like a minute and a half video. Just easy. Easy watch it. You can literally watch it as you're walking to and from wherever you're going. From the kitchen to the living room. That's that's about how it takes. That's all, yeah, that's all it takes to watch the Garage Certified uh, content. Love it, Jim. All right, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Of course, download the SGPN app. Keep in touch with everything we do. Find all of my stuff on the Sports Gambling website podcast and Sportsbook Review. 
where I have CFL breakdowns every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, Thursday night football. Hopefully you build a good winning lineup. Woo. We'll see you guys next week for the betting episode for week 13 already in the Canadian Football League. Until then, everybody, enjoy your three downs, win some money, and let it ride.